Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So, welcome to this space. And I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this last episode of the podcast in 2021. What a year. Honestly, what a year. So that's why I decided to um, record this episode and talk to you a little bit about the lessons I've learned. So it's going to be a lot about me today, but I just want to prove to you that honestly, business is so much more than just business. And the lessons I learned are the most, I think the most valuable lessons I've ever learned in my life. I've said it about um, three times already this month in December, but I think 2021 has been the best year of my life. Um, so I honestly, I can't wait for what 2022 will bring, how many more amazing people to work with, to help with their change, with their businesses, how many new friendships I'll get to make. I've met so many amazing people that taught me those lessons as well. And I'll be forever, forever grateful. So I actually wanted to dedicate this podcast to some amazing souls. And I will be contacting them via DMs on Instagram and telling them that you have made this year even more special. So thank you. And here we go. Um, I'm going to tell you about my 10 lessons from 2021. So lesson number one. Mindset is key. I guess I talk about it all the time, so you shouldn't be surprised. I used to think that in order to be successful in business, you just have to find a strategy or learn a few bits and bobs about marketing, about sales, about stuff like that. I obviously always knew my stuff, like teaching. I knew... I even knew managing, you know, because because of my experience as a manager in a language school. So I thought, uh, what can, what, what, you know, how confusing could it be to learn a little bit about marketing? <laughs> how wrong I was. Honestly, mindset has changed everything. It allowed me to open my eyes and open my heart to the opportunities that I never even knew existed. So I, it, it's, it's not to say that I've got no work to do on my mindset, but definitely it's been the mindset shifts that allowed me to achieve so much this year because I feel like, honestly, I do feel like a millionaire. I feel like a millionaire. And that's also a mindset shift because in order to feel like a millionaire, you don't need to have a million uh, in your bank account, which is amazing. 
So one of the those things that have happened to me um, have been reframing some of my limiting beliefs. And I've had quite a few. I still have a lot, but I'm quite proud of the ones that I've managed to work through. For example, the one that I'm still working on because it's, I think it's been really deeply rooted in me is that I can do things myself um, because of my, I think, childhood experiences and lots of things that have happened in my life, I've always had that deep belief that I should count on myself only and I should be self-reliant. I should, like, you know, that that kind of thing that you cannot really trust anyone. So what is connected with that is that I do have lots of control issues. I do have a lot of like feelings of not deserving help. And like, if people can do it, then I can do it too. So I've been able to shift it. And it's been so, so, so powerful because I was then able to be vulnerable. And when I, when I asked for help, like my progress with, with everything that I already knew was just absolutely amazing and accelerated so much more. Uh, so this has been the biggest success in terms of that limiting belief. There there were, there were, are obviously others com- uh, connected with myself comparing um, to, to other people who might be doing the same things. When I used to run my online language school, uh, I obviously used to have that limiting belief of, oh, but there are other people who do the same things and me comparing myself to them and like them being further along the way in their business journey. And it was difficult. But the moment I realized it is just a limiting belief and I shouldn't be comparing my, as somebody very nicely put it, my page one to somebody's page 21 or my chapter one to somebody's chapter 21, um, it it all shifted so that one was was also definitely very powerful my second lesson this year was around investing and it's also um around that asking for help because i don't think i ever believed that i deserved to invest a lot in myself uh the biggest amount of money i ever spent on myself was on my delta which was about three thousand pounds but it was still very much fed by um guilt because i had to pay off a loan and stuff like that but this year i made a made a very very bold decision in uh june and spent five thousand pounds on business coaching and Honestly, it was the scariest financial decision. I think it was scarier than taking out the mortgage, honestly, um, because we there was there was just in my opinion then so much risk involved. So it was the scariest decision. But honestly, the minute I paid that money, something clicked. I felt committed. I felt motivated. I felt like honestly nothing is impossible. So there is something around that as well. I used to think that I, uh, you know, I was going to invest when I started making money, which is a very popular limiting belief, limiting um, sort of mindset to have. But 
I'm so glad that I made that decision to do it sooner rather than later. Obviously, you could have said that I could say that I I'd wasted a year of my uh, business, like in working in my uh, like managing my online school, because I only invested this year while the business has been going on for nearly two years. Mm, but I, I don't see it as a failure. I think everything basically I have that feeling that everything led me to to what I'm doing at the moment. So investing. Number three, uh, at a lesson, oh, I had to swallow lots of pride with this one, is taking responsibility and ownership for my own progress, my own mistakes, my own failures, my own whatever, everything. Okay. I used to be the first person who would blame external circumstances, other people, my trauma, my shit from the past, uh, blaming all of those things for me not progressing, not having the life that I would want. And this year, it's it's not to say that I stopped doing it, but I've recognized that I had been doing it. So it's been a massive shift in my thinking and taking responsibility uh, meant for me realizing that actually it's my responsibility to decide how much I want, how much money I want to make. It doesn't depend on the market. It doesn't depend on how much people want to pay me. Um, it's up to me if my business is successful. And I know this might be very, very hard to comprehend, but it is exactly that. When you fully understand what it means to take responsibility for your business, then you basically show up as if you were already super successful. And that's what I've been doing for the last few months. And again, it's been one of the most valuable things I ever did. So that was lesson number three. Number four, I realized that I had so many issues. Issues, whatever you want to call them, weaknesses, bad sides, really annoying sides. But the the awareness of them this year has been oh my god painful so <laughs> because you know you 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 might be asked in a job interview like what what are your your weaknesses your 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 weaker sides you might answer that question but you would never really admit to the ones that are the real problem and i did i did this year um, so I realized I always chase shiny objects, that I'm easily distracted, that I obsess, that I, um, you know, there are so many things. And I know sometimes it is, um, it all comes down to looking at them in a different way. But I just, you know, I faced the music. I faced myself. And... I also discovered that I actually used to hate myself quite a lot. And I, I had been through a journey of like, you know, it, and, and, and again, it, it's not, I'm not saying it uh, with any bad emotions at the moment, because actually I've forgiven myself for it. But I have gained, thanks to facing all of that, all that hatred, all that um, sort of negativity towards myself, I have experienced the full meaning of self-love. So that's actually quite beautiful. And lesson number five has been that I discovered that I've got so many strengths, incredible strengths. One of them being, I do have a superpower. I do not wear my cape, but I've got ADHD. 
So I've been diagnosed this year. And honestly, ever since I got my diagnosis, I feel like, honestly, a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. But also, I feel like I've been given a role. I've been given something special. So there was like a tiny millisecond of guilt around the diagnosis because, you know, it's a label, it's something, but mainly it's been a positive experience because I can now understand that or my hyperactivity or my energy that people very often envy me, it is my ADHD. So while, you know, there are still things that I absolutely suffer from and, and are difficult to manage in my life because of that um because of the the my disorder um there are so many things that i actively use in my business that make me stand out basically um and i'm so grateful i'm so grateful and if i hadn't done all that work on myself on all that reflection i wouldn't have known so that's why i'm not even saying that adhd is my is my weakness or something that i suffer from i absolutely consciously call it my superpower um and also there's so many other things like i'm honest i'm authentic i'm generous i'm uh loud but in a very good way and i used to feel guilty that i was loud but you know what there are contexts in which this is again the the best strength to have and you know that realization helps me every day it helps me so much lesson number six um i've learned that the answers for all my questions are always within me i learned how to ask for help I hired a business coach. I uh, signed up for like all sorts of courses, consultations, asked people the, the stupidest questions, honestly, or things that I used to think were stupid. Um, but I found out that my intuition always tells me the right thing. So I've started listening to myself and my own voice more. So when I first started and I like asked my coach, so how much should I charge for something? And she said, how much would you want to charge? And I'm like, what? What What do you mean? How much do I want to charge? Like, you have to tell me. And then I understood, absolutely not. It's all up to me. Okay. And I want you to, obviously, again, if you're not at that stage of the journey, you might not find it that easy to comprehend but I want you to have a reflection on it because yes asking questions is extremely useful and powerful but at the end of the day I want you to start by looking for answers in yourself so if you want to ask me Ola should I do this should I do that absolutely please do but know that the answer is somewhere there it's within you and it's, again, an extremely powerful tool that you've got there. You are your biggest asset, basically. Um, lesson number seven that I learned connected to my strength and something that I learned about people is that people love authenticity and honesty. I've been nothing but um, honest, authentic, myself, weird. <laughs> and I'm actually super proud of it because... All I heard every time I've been vulnerable, I've been myself, I've been, you know, too much, 
you know, quote unquote, um, too loud, quote unquote, whatever. People have always said, just don't change. This is you. People love you no matter what. And it's like, they don't even, some, there are even some people who would say that they don't uh, love me although I am like that. They love me with all those features. And that's actually amazing. So I, I learned that about people, that some people might f- prefer that style, um, which is, you know, quite a revelation because for most of my life, I thought that I should be toning myself down, okay? So even if you're not the kind of person I am, so loud, extroverted and stuff like that, you might be thinking that people would want you to be more extroverted, more social. Maybe not. Maybe people love you the way you are. Ha! How amazing the world would be if people loved each other the way they are, totally the way they are. Um, lesson number eight was that um, people who take action are the winners. So I know it's hard not to plan, to overcome your perfectionism, overcome fear of failure, overcome all sorts of things. But honestly, the people I met this year and myself, I have been doing nothing by te- but taking action. Honestly, everything I do every day in my business is taking action. I've got an idea and I act on it. I learn something and I act on it. I never sit on anything. Like sometimes, you know, I might have too many ideas, so I just have to pick one, which I guess is quite clever anyways. But um, taking action has helped so much because you never get clarity without action. You will never see if something works if you don't take action. You will never ever um, test your audience, for example, if you don't take action. You might be thinking that something is a good idea, then do some research and still keep thinking whether it is a good idea. But ultimately, it all comes down to taking action. Okay, so if you want to If basically, if there is one thing that you remember from this episode, I want you to step into 2022 by taking action, like an active step, whatever that is for you. But I would love if you shared what that step is going to be. Lesson number nine. I've learned about uh, the amazing, fantastic ripple effect, the ripple effect of action, basically. So this is something that actually um, combines all the areas of my life because ever since I started working on myself and working on my business, so basically the way it started is a bit funny because at the beginning of this year, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was still working on my uh, language school. I was still running a blog for teachers with a business partner. And I even started a podcast for moms. So I was looking for, definitely I was looking for my own path. But I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did so many things. And that finally, I then had that revelation and started thinking that, no, It's time for me to do something serious, to focus and to to, to just start treating this whole business idea seriously. And like, I really mean it. And when I did, when I did, when I made that first investment, but I think it happened even before, um, 
the ripple effect was absolutely mind-blowing. So I started seeing its positive effect on my health, on my mental health, on my relationship, on my home life, on my physical self. Like, honestly, thanks, I totally see the link. When I started working on my business, I also hired a personal trainer so I can improve my health, my body, my fitness, my whatever. Then I uh, went back to my Spanish study, honestly. And because now I've I've, uh, made time to do it as well. Um, And it's an amazing feeling. Then people who observe me, people in my family, like, for example, my husband, he is so inspired by what I do that, you know, as soon as possible, he wants to start something by himself. So this is the ripple effect. When you start doing something, all the other things start moving. People observe you and they feel inspired by you. Also, there are so many other things that I probably don't even know about, but sometimes there is this, you know, message I receive on Instagram from someone that I've never spoken to who says, you inspire me so much. Thank you so much for this episode of the podcast because it, it, it made me think so much or like I've experienced the same or something like that. And you don't even comprehend how much of an impact you've got on people and on all areas of your life when you start acting and you start prioritizing your dreams. So this is this is a massive takeaway from from this year. Um, and I love it. I've honestly I've improved everything. I've improved my financial situation. I've improved my um, mindset. I met fantastic people. I went back to therapy. I'm ready to work through that trauma. I discovered the ADHD. I lost some weight. I uh, inspired people to start doing something, making money, helped people um, find their first students, 10th students, improve their system. Honestly, this ripple effect is never ending never ever ending okay you set something in motion and it just keeps going and going and going and that's the way it's supposed to be and finally lesson number 10 (laughs) I love talking about this money so I learned this year that it's absolutely fine to want to make lots of money But at the same time, most of us, including me, we have a shitty relationship with money. So there are so many money stories and narratives from our past, from the childhood, from the way we were raised, especially, I think, if we grew up in, in, you know, places that were perhaps a little bit underprivileged. Um, I grew up in a big city, but definitely in a family who uh, suffered from that scarcity mindset Mm, and there are so many stories that they just passed on to us uh, being cheap with ourselves like saving but for the sake of saving just just out of fear rather than out of abundance and out of love and out of passion okay because saving money it's 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 an interesting concept we like I think lots of people strive for that position in which they can save money but nobody ever thinks why And we usually do it because we're scared of something, okay? Which, you know, it's not really helpful. Um, And there are other things, obviously, uh, around charging, around 
payments, like I would let things slide, you know, people paying, not paying on time, people paying less because, you know, I was a bit afraid to face that sort of uncomfortable conversation um, and how much I charge, giving people discounts, even though they could probably pay the full price, but we're just too scared to offer that full price. And it's and it's no wonder we all grow up in such a um, society, I would say, where money is still taboo. You know, we think that money is reserved for people who are lucky or famous or like grew up in rich families or whatever. Not to even mention women. When we think of women, we think of um, rich women who are bitches, basically. So people like, I don't know. Cruella de Vil. <laughs> Remember her? She was rich, but she was a massive bitch. And she was, like, such a villain. Uh, or that lady from Devil Wears Prada, right? She was awful as a character, but she was rich. But we never have a nice positive association with money. So this is actually one of my New Year's goals, working on my money mindset so my a year for 2022 is wealth um because yes i do feel like a millionaire already but definitely there are blocks and like physically i just want to have more money i want to have more uh, because you know why not i want to pave the path for others i want to pave the path for other people from whatever eastern europe from um, like who are non-native speakers, uh, women, um, weirdos, <laughs> neurodiverse people, whoever it is, I think it's inspiring. And also when I make my millions, when I make my fortune, the impact that I will have on the world will be even bigger. And I'm actually proud of it because, you know, I don't have to explain myself and like say what I'll do with the money, but if I have good intentions, then obviously I'll do good things with the money. And think about it uh, like that for yourself as well. It's okay to make, to want to make a lot of money. You don't have to say that you're not in it for the money just because everybody says so. You don't have to say, oh, nobody goes into education for money or I just need um, enough to survive. You don't have to be like that. Nobody will be angry with you or judge you. I mean, some people will, but who cares? It's your life and your dreams. So this concludes my 10 lessons uh, that I learned in 2022. Most of them are so positive. That's why I'm, I've, I've told you this year has been amazing. Love it. Please let me know what lessons you learned. Uh, I would love to find out, but I also have a little surprise for you. So I've written an ebook uh, based on basically what I learned this year in a business. So it's very specific to a business. It's like a, I called it a formula to, to a successful and enjoyable business, but do not mistake it with, with like, like steps to follow. Okay. There are some things that you could follow and like, you know, in, get inspired by, but it's not a simple um, thing that you can just, you know, replicate in your case and everything is going to be fine. I want you to reflect. Okay. But I'm sharing so much juicy stuff there 
for you so you can understand what it really, really takes to create a successful teaching business. Okay, so (laughs) the best part now, it's absolutely free. It's available to download in um, the notes of this episode, also in my Instagram bio and via my website. Um, Please go on, download it, get inspired and let me know what you thought. Um, And also just share with me what you have learned this year. Are you ready to take action in 2022? Are you ready for your own ripple effect? Are you working on your mindset enough? Are you ready to set a a, a badass strategy? Um, What are your thoughts? Okay, I would love to find out. And also, I've got a little favor to ask. If you know any people who you think might benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them. I would be so, so, so grateful. And also, this is my mission, reaching as many people who will find it useful and inspiring and motivational and empowering. Um, That's what I want. That's what I really want. So I would be really grateful if you could do that. Thank you. Um, And that's it from me tonight, today, tonight. I'm recording it at night. So Um, thank you so much for being here as always. I wish you the best festive period whatever you're doing and I'll see you back in January with a really cool episode with my favorite favorite person um, of 2021 I think I've made so many friends but this one is absolutely special so can't wait to see you here again Um, and bye-bye for now Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. Don't be a stranger, say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time.